How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. We want to say a very special thank you for listening to our podcast. We appreciate you following us. And there's plenty more to come. Believe me, we got a lot of stories. Each Sunday evening, we post a new episode. But we've been really surprised at the great response. We have listeners around the world. Belgium, Germany, Singapore, Brazil, Australia, the Bahamas, India, Cambodia. And there's a lot of people listening to us in Canada. We're also being heard in 300 cities here in America. So... Thank you again, and hopefully we can kind of shorten the learning curve if you want to do what we do and travel around America living in an RV, or if you're just along for the ride, like I say, we really appreciate you. We sure do. (laughs) You know, after getting our mechanical issues fixed in Portland, we headed to the Pacific Coast to explore what we had been told was a fantastic area of our country. Our ultimate destination is to get down to Los Angeles to visit our daughter Mackenzie because we haven't seen her since last November because of the pandemic. However, something else came up, and it wasn't mechanical this time. Originally, we wanted to go down the Oregon coast and then head inland to Lake Tahoe, down to Yosemite, and then into Los Angeles. But there's a problem. Big problem. (laughs) Wildfires. Mm -hmm. Forest fires. Now, we always keep an eye on the weather and road conditions, and we saw that the Lake Tahoe area was actually being evacuated Mm -hmm. due to fires. Mm -hmm. So we decided that it would be wise to just drive down the Pacific Coast on Highway 101. We were thinking about taking Highway 1, which is right along the coast, but some places it's very difficult when you're towing a car and you're a 30-foot RV, let alone a bigger rig, you know? Oh, yeah. So we decided to stick with 101. We get asked a lot about winging it. Now, winging it is when you don't have a reservation at a campground. I do all the planning and I have an itinerary about two to three weeks out. Some people plan months out, even a year out, especially for national parks. But with our mechanical problems, I had to cancel and change things around quite a bit. We had to wing it and it worked. Now if a park was full, there were some cancellations usually and some weren't even full. It just depends on the time of year. But we think it's important to plan ahead as mm-hmm. much as you possibly yeah. can because we've noticed, especially on the West Coast, that there is a lot of places that have no vacancies. Mm-hmm. A lot of the camps are full. Yeah. So you've got to really plan ahead in order to have a good experience with this. Now, when we came out of Portland, we kind of had to wing it, didn't we? We did. We didn't know how long we were going to be in Portland. So once the RV was finally finished, we just left and headed to the coast. One of the things that we took advantage of is a membership with Harvest Host. Harvest Host is kind of like an RV membership. 
you pay what ninety nine dollars a year. Yep. And you can stay literally hundreds of locations. There's golf courses, farms, wineries. Wh- those are the big ones. Yeah, breweries. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Breweries. <laughs> those are jammed. Mm-hmm. Museums. Yeah. And a whole lot of other places. You can stay there for free, but they don't have hookups. What are hookups? Well, that's your sewer connection, your water, and electric. So you have to be self-contained in your rig. If you have a generator, then you can run that during the day. That will recharge your batteries or run your air conditioning. But you can't run it at night because it's too loud, right, Jeff? Yep. (laughs) Some of these harvest hosts will only host one RV and some a few. They're all different, but this one will host a whole field full. And they ask that you kind of support them, maybe buy a bottle of wine, play around at golf, you know, whatever the case might be. But we headed to Tillamook, Mm -hmm. and Tillamook is, what, about six miles from the coast. Right. And there's a place there that is a harvest host. It's called the Blue Heron French Cheese Company. Oh, what a place. And what a great idea. Oh, my goodness. Normally, harvest hosts say you can only spend one night. Mm -hmm. There, you can spend two nights. Mm Mm-hmm. And they have a store. Mm-hmm. They have a petting zoo. Yeah. They have food that they sell. They do. They sell wine. Mm-hmm. They have... Um, wine tastings. Wine tastings. Mm-hmm. They have a bar. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's a whole lot of fun there. It is. And that's where we stayed for a couple of nights. They have a big grass field. You just go into the field and find a place. It's that simple. It's really nice. Yeah. And everybody goes into the store. Or yeah, and you walk over to the yeah. store. Sometimes they have events. Sometimes they have like classic tractors and mm. farm implements. Yeah. And Tillamook, you might be thinking, wow, I've heard that word somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see it in the grocery stores. Yeah, Tillamook cheese. Exactly. Yes. And the Tillamook cheese factory oh, is yes. there. Oh, yes. And we, of course, had to go tour it, didn't they we? They have a tour. Yep. Of course, they have a gift shop in there. But it's a pretty cool place. You can see them make cheese. These yeah. big, huge vats. Yeah. Then you see them packaging up the cheese on the assembly line. At the end of the assembly line, there's a sign that says metal detector. <laughs> so I guess they protect against everything. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. But the cheese is fantastic. Yeah. It really is. Oh, one more thing they have that's fantastic is their ice cream. You can get flavors like Tillamook Mudslide, Oregon Strawberry, Peaches and Cream, Banana Split, Birthday Cake, Caramel Toffee Crunch, and of course the typical vanilla and chocolate. Now prior to leaving Portland, we took a trip to the coast because we always like to kind of explore. We will get in the Jeep and we'll explore the area that we are around, but we will also look for campsites. Mm -hmm. And if we have something set up, we'll take the Jeep and we'll go to that campsite. If it's in within driving distance, Uh uh-huh. To see what it's like, whether or not we really want to spend time there, whatever the case might be. But we decided to uh, go over to the coast we went to cannon beach Mm -hmm. wow Mm -hmm. (laughs) we were blown away we were it was beautiful at cannon beach there is a rock it's called the haystack rock yep and it's famous they've had movies filmed there what kindergarten cop the goonies Mm -hmm. i mean you got to get your picture taken in front of it it's so unique it's just a single large block of stone 235 feet high yeah it's big yeah it was formed by lava flows about 15 to 16 million years ago and at low tide you can walk right up to it and find starfish and crabs that's yeah, really neat. Yeah, it's You'll really You'll see beautiful. people, they're always taking pictures yes. there. Yes. Oh, yeah. And that's another thing that you become used to when you get to the Pacific Coast. 
the tides mm -hmm. because the tides really make a difference. Yeah. It's really amazing how the geography changes on the West Coast just with the tides. Oh, yeah. From Cannon Beach, we drove up to Astoria, and that's a really pretty place to go. And then we went to Longview, Washington. Oh, yes. We had to go there for a reason, didn't we? Oh, we had to check out the squirrel bridges. The squirrel bridges <laughs> in Longview, Washington. These are famous things. Yeah, they're called the Nutty Narrows. The Nutty Narrows. <laughs> they built these bridges for the squirrels, and this goes back years and years, because they didn't want the squirrels to get run over by the cars. Mm -hmm. They actually started with, like, old fire hoses. Yeah. They'd string them across the street through the trees the squirrels would run over them and then they started to get a little more creative they designed bridges that looked like like the golden gate bridge mm -hmm. and yeah, some of them are really cute <laughs> oh it's like wow uh -huh. i can't believe this but this yeah. town is famous for that it is did we see any squirrels no <laughs> we did not see we one darn squirrel we just wanted to see a squirrel run across one didn't see of it. course not <laughs> saw a lot of canadian geese yeah but we did see something that was really something. Oh, yeah. There's a bridge that you cross from Oregon to Washington called the Lewis and Clark Bridge. It's a two-lane bridge. It's and big. It's a yeah. pretty big bridge. It's really awesome. It's one of those bridges you look at and you go, oh, my God, look what's coming up. Yeah. Sure enough, there's a lot of traffic. Mm -hmm. And we noticed this one car that was kind of merging kind of in front of us. The driver was... I don't know, he was fidgeting, he was... He had his windshield wipers going. Yeah, the, yeah, and and it was a sunny day. 75 degrees outside and sunny. Mm -hmm. And the windshield wipers are going, his window mm -hmm. is down. It's like he's playing with the radio or something. We're not sure what's going on. And then we notice he starts going left of center. He's in front of us. Yeah, it was just a two-lane road going across this bridge. Right. So. And oncoming traffic is trying to avoid him. And then he goes far to the right and i'm thinking what's he playing with his phone yeah well didn't take long for us to realize this guy was faced oh man he must have been so drunk yeah we couldn't believe it and it was three o'clock in the afternoon three o'clock in the afternoon mm -hmm. you would not expect to see something like this yeah of all the years i've been driving i have never seen such an out-of-control driver. Yeah, thank goodness we were going slow. He kind of went to the left again, and I zipped around the right side of him to get away from him. I really have several different thoughts on that because I thought, well, if he hits somebody or somebody hits him, we could be in the accident. And then I started thinking, well, what if the guy catches up to us and runs into the back of us? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> so what do you do in a situation like that? We went across the bridge... I noticed in the rearview mirror, and Patty turns around and looks, we see the guy swerve all across the oncoming lane yeah. and hits the bridge railing on the other side. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And bounces off of that, goes back to the right lane. Yeah. And I'm trying, luckily there was nobody coming. Just never stopped. He didn't, I don't think he even knew he hit that. But when the oncoming Man. traffic was coming past me, I started flashing my lights I had my hand out the window, trying to slow people down, trying to alert them. Meanwhile, he started to catch up to us. Luckily, we got across the bridge. We were going to call 911, but we heard some sirens. Mm -hmm. It's got to be for this guy. Mm -hmm. We get to a traffic light, and luckily he passed us, and then the police arrived. There must have been at least three police cars. Mm -hmm. and, and, an, an ambulance. and an ambulance. Somebody called an ambulance. Yeah, so yeah. the police, the traffic was pretty heavy. 
they pull up next to me and I have my window down. He has his window down and I'm about to say, hey, uh, you know, and he goes, we already know we're going to get him. And they did. Yeah. They hauled him out of that car. Yeah. Luckily, and people were furious, oh, man. yeah. People were yelling at him. And, mm-hmm. But I've never seen a drunk driver, especially at three in the afternoon, yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, back to Tillamook. Mm-hmm. We really enjoyed staying there at the Harvest Host. Yes. And we met somebody very special. Oh, yes, the bartender at the Blue Heron French Cheese Company. She was so nice and so much fun. Her and name was she, Melanie. Her name was Melanie. And she's a twin. She's a twin. She has an identical twin sister also, Melissa. And, of course, we showed each other pictures of our twins. And, <laughs> yeah, she, it was really fun. We've found that when you meet locals... That's the best way to learn about an area. Yeah, because she told us where to go and to check out the lighthouse. Yeah, she told us to go to the lighthouse, mm-hmm. which is a small lighthouse. Mm-hmm. She said, it's a small lighthouse, but I'll tell you what, she says, the drive to it is fantastic. Yeah. And the hike, when you get out and hike to the lighthouse, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And she was absolutely right. Yeah. Along that drive, we found some amazing beaches, beaches that just seem to go on forever. Yeah. And we also found... A cute little town called Neetarts. Right on the bay. Right. It was on the bay. And right there on the bay was an RV park. Right. And I said, pull in here. I'm going to go see if they have any openings. Now, you talk about <laughs> winging it. That's what she did. I did. We had a campground set up that we had checked out, and we really didn't like it. You know, we, we would have stayed, but when I saw this place, oh my I gosh. said, oh my gosh, let's go in. Let's find out. And sure enough, she said, I just had a cancellation. Somebody from Canada canceled, you know, because they couldn't get in. Right. I think they were waiting till the last minute or something. The pandemic. She had a whole week coming up. The spot, you could see the bay from where we were. I said, we'll take it. (laughs) You could walk to everything. Yes, walk right to the bay. And the bay was just fabulous. filled with seals. Oh, my gosh. Crabs, clams, bald eagles. Yes, we'd see the bald eagles. When the tide went out, the seals would be all lined up on this little island. What, about maybe uh-huh. 50 feet out? Barking. 80 feet out. Yep. And it was so cool. And then you can slowly see the tides coming in little by little, and they'd all slowly go back in the water. But sure enough, as soon as low tide came, they were all back there again. It was they, one of the best places I think we stayed. It was so fun staying there. And we would just get our chairs and go sit by the bay and just right. watch everything. And you're on the Pacific Coast. Oh. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yes. you got to do this. Now, the name of this RV park is Neetart's Bay Garden RV Resort. And just by chance, we were winging it. Yes. And we're able to get in there because of a cancellation. Yeah, we stumbled upon it. That was pretty cool. Thanks to Melanie. But we highly recommend that you always check for cancellations if Mm -hmm. you're going to wing it. Mm -hmm. You can do it online. You can call them. And you can stop in. Right. It makes a difference. It really does. We took another trip up the coast a few days later Mm -hmm. and went to a place called Garibaldi. Mm -hmm. Oh, really cute little seaside town. Oh, there's so many of those. Yeah. And we found a marina that was just awesome. Yeah. And we noticed that there was an RV park there. Yep. It was called Harborview Inn, an RV park. And it was really cool because it was right on the harbor. I said, stop. I got to go in. I got to find out. And she did. Sure enough, she had an opening right on the water. So we took that 
We stayed there for a couple nights. And it worked out really well oh. because there were some restaurants, yes, fresh just, seafood. Yep, just walk right to the restaurants there, right in the harbor. Oh, that was beautiful. The fish and chips. Mm-hmm. I mean, just fantastic crab. Oh, yeah. The Pacific Coast is really awesome. We took another trip up to Cannon Beach, mm-hmm. and right beyond Cannon Beach is Ecola State Park. Mm-hmm. Not E. coli. Ecola State Park. Ecola is a Native American word for whale. Oh. I saw a whale once. Yeah. We saw a lot of dolphin. Yeah. But Ecola State Park is kind of a famous place, too. There's a beach there that is absolutely perfect for surfing. Oh, yeah. And they filmed the movie Point Break there. With Patrick Swayze. Mm -hmm. Right. And there is a hike that you can take there that goes to a lookout point where you can see an old lighthouse off the shore. It's about 1.2 miles offshore Offshore. Mm -hmm. on a rock. Yeah, they built this thing in 1880. Oh, this was not an easy job. It was one of the most expensive lighthouses ever built and one of the most dangerous because of the weather and the high seas. They could barely land men and supplies there. And there were crews that would refuse to work there. Strong winds and storms. Yeah, they say 100 mile an hour winds. Very risky. It was such a tough job, though, that they had to use dynamite to blow the top off to build the structure so they could have a flat surface. They did stop using it as a lighthouse in 1957. But guess what they named it? What? (laughs) Terrible Tilly. Oh, my God. (laughs) And here's something funny. You took photos with your zoom lens, and when we got back to the RV and enlarged the photos on the computer... We saw a bunch of seals laying at the bottom of the rock. That's right. It's their (laughs) lighthouse now. Yeah. It's a great place to go. It's a great hike Mm -hmm. and a lot of fun. And the forest that you walk through, my God, they're like giant redwoods. Oh, they were so big. Huge trees. Yeah. Great hike. Yes. Keeps you in good shape. Just beautiful. Another great place to go near Tillamook is a state park called Cape Lookout State Park. We stayed there. Once again, we were winging it, right? We were. And I, well, I just called for the heck of it. And they said, oh, yeah, we have a cancellation. There's two nights open. I said, I'll take it. Yeah, we did. That park is right on the beach. And everybody goes to the beach to watch the sunset at night. And they have fires built. Yep. Oh, what a sight to see. Yeah, you can have campfires on the beach. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, some people have bottles of wine and yes. you know, it's a celebration every oh, night yes. when the sun sets what a beautiful place it is and, and the hike oh my god there's a hike there takes you all the way to the point to cape lookout point what is it about a five mile hike it's a 4.7 mile out and back hike and it's uneven because yeah. there's a lot of tree roots going across well it starts off really easy <laughs> yeah it starts out just great oh this is great you and know you're kind of walking through a forest you're up on the bluff you can actually see the beaches they go on for miles mm-hmm. it's a beautiful yeah. beautiful view yeah but as you hike out to the point it gets rougher oh yes and there's big tree roots that you have to navigate mm-hmm. and you're going up and down and then patty's favorite oh my gosh did it get muddy it got really muddy oh man gotta hang on to stuff so you don't fall in the mud uh-huh. but your shoes get destroyed but remember i said you know what i'm stopping right here you go and after a while, you know, he left. He left without me. I did, me. because there was a bench there. It was a safe place to leave her. And I thought, I'm going to finish this hike. And I kept going. Yeah. And I, oh, I ran into more mud uh, and more, you know, what it and was. And I, I just thought, oh, 
darn it. I'm not going to sit here and wait. I'm going too. <laughs> so I ended up finally catching up to you. Yeah, she did. She yeah. caught up to me at the point. Yeah. And I looked at her shoes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So we started hiking back. Yeah. And it, it's a tremendous hike. It really is. It's a lot of fun. It is. And we see people, you know, coming towards us to go out to the point. And they're dressed nice. Some of them have their $200 shoes the on. The shoes look so nice and clean and Here brand we new. Are. We're sweaty. <laughs> we're muddy. Yeah. We're dirty. And I'm thinking, yeah, it gets a little muddy up there. Oh, yeah. no, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Yeah, yeah sure we told a few people that. Uh-huh. They were like, oh, yeah, that's okay. And yeah, it's like, yeah, no problem. They probably didn't believe us. Well, when we got back to the RV, we literally, we have an outdoor shower on this. We literally had to wash off these shoes. Yeah. I mean, they were a wreck. Oh, my gosh. Put them out in the sun. So bad. But it was one heck of a workout. It was worth it. Oh, it was. It was so worth it. I would do that again. Uh, would you? Absolutely. Yeah. One thing you notice when you go to the Pacific Northwest, doesn't matter if you're Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, Oregon, Washington, California, you hear a lot about Bigfoot. <laughs> Sasquatch. Oh my gosh, it's everywhere. If Bigfoot is real, and I'm not saying he's not, he's got to be filthy rich because there's all these stores Bigfoot stores. There's Bigfoot coffee. Yeah. There's Bigfoot candy. Bigfoot traps, yeah. which is chocolate candy. I guess you put the stuff out and that'll attract him. Yeah. I don't know. And then in one store we found Bigfoot poop. Yeah. And it's chocolate candy. Yeah. It's like, I'm not eating that. Yeah. Bigfoot everywhere. On the back of an RV, a big, huge, blue Bigfoot figure. Mm-hmm. And underneath, big letters believe yeah (laughs) i mean it's amazing yeah and you never know we always keep our eyes out was that a moose or was it bigfoot (laughs) we didn't see a moose and we didn't see bigfoot right from tillamook we started our trip south along the west coast along highway 101 we saw some stunning scenery (laughs) we found some of the greatest coffee Mm -hmm. we know where some of the best tasting salmon in the world is caught and we've seen herds of elk that you could almost reach out and touch Mm -hmm. all this and more in our next episode including my big mistake It's the Rockin' the RV Life Podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.